Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, Amplifiers. When it comes to building your empire, you've got to be able to do it in the right order. You've got to make sure that you have a plan and you got to make sure that you are checking all the boxes so you don't do something wrong that's going to cost you big. <laughs> and our guest today is a rock star professional that has really been schooled. Actually, he went to law school, I'm pretty sure. And he is a rock star professional that can really provide a lot of value when it comes to making sure that you're doing the right things to be in compliance and you're meeting all the requirements for your business. He's also a great business coach and advisor as well. And I'd like to welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Scott Reeb. Hey, Kenny, thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for being here. And thanks for taking a little bit of time to share some of your insights that you've learned on your journey with other amplifiers who are looking to amplify their business. And while we're becoming acquainted, if you wouldn't mind just kind of letting the amplifiers know a little bit more about how you came to be where you're at now and what you're doing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been practicing law now uh, since November of 96. So what, 20, going on 24 years. I've had my own law firm here in Texas for 15 years and started out doing a lot of litigation, a lot of high-end corporate litigation and was truthfully bored to death and didn't feel like I was helping people. So changed my niche and started focusing on small business owners and how could I help them? And eventually had to hire a business coach because I figured out the model of delivering legal services to small business was really broken because most small business owners couldn't afford traditional legal where you pay a big retainer up front and then a huge hourly rate and you're paying for every minute of time that you, you know, use the lawyer. And that's a really a, is a broken model, especially for small business. I guess it works for Fortune 500 companies, but you know, mom and pop shops can't do that. Business coaches, podcasters, they can't afford that. So I hired my first business coach because I had this vision of providing um, this, this service where they would have on-demand access uh, to lawyers. And so we created what's called the access plan. And so now here at Reblaw, we deliver this, this program where entrepreneurs can call in with questions. They can email us, text us. If they can think of some other way, they can contact me that way. And we answer their questions. We review their documents. You know, my dream is that every business would be what I call shatterproof, that every, every, you know, everything they do is being reviewed by a lawyer before it goes out. They're not signing contracts that haven't been reviewed. They're getting their questions answered before they make decisions. Um, and so we do that now through that access program. It really changed. Um, it really changed everything for me, not just the business, but really changed my life. I find that really impressive. Uh, number one, you're doing something that's unique. You kind of saw a gap in the market, right? And so you said, how can I serve my purpose and bring value to my audience by creating some, maybe doing something a little bit different. And then you did something that was really powerful as well. You realized, hey, look, I'm smart, I'm sharp, but I don't know everything. And I can't see my own blind side. You, you know, as a, as a fellow advisor, more from the marketing side, that's one of the biggest challenges I see with a lot of people that when they're, they think, oh, I, I kind of know everything, right? And I, th I think I've got my, 
my box is covered, but they don't always know what they don't know. <laughs> and as soon as you think you know everything, that's really when you, you start limiting growth. So Scott, if you could, if you would mind, um, wouldn't mind actually, <laughs> um, sharing a little bit about kind of that, that process, because there's a lot of people that have this bold vision, this idea that they want to move into, but then there's maybe some doubts or some fear or something that blocks them. What, what kind of gave you the confidence and pushed you into that um, action of bringing that vision into life? You know, I think it was really, instead of confidence, it was more of a frustration level. Mm. I just, um, I just kept having these ideas but not knowing how to do it, not having time. And, you know, I'd look back and three years have gone by and I hadn't moved the needle. And mm. so I had to change something. And I, I, was at a, I was at a conference for lawyers and heard about a business coach for lawyers. And I had really never heard of that. And I thought, well, maybe that's what I need is someone to give me a roadmap for my vision. Here's what I want. Tell me how to do it. Give me some action steps, hold me accountable and let's, let's do this thing. And it took me uh, three different, three different coaches to get to the one that really had a map for me. Um, some wanted to just, you know, talk about my inner purpose and really um, kind of touchy feely stuff, which has its place. Um, but I needed to move, I needed to move forward quickly. Um, I was passionate about delivering this product in, in a new way. And I needed someone to help me. And so we moved on. I got a guy out of Tulsa, Clay Clark, who was phenomenal. Um, and he helped me bring my vision to life in about six months. Um, but it was really, I was just frustrated because I wasn't moving forward. And, I, and I've kind of learned now that I just, I know, I, you know, know thyself. Um, I, I don't do well without a coach. Mm. I'm a, I have lots of great ideas, but I don't implement them well without someone talking to me weekly and saying, did you do what we talked about last week? And, you know, that's being a coach yourself. That's probably something that you could see in others. We can see it in others very well. And then until you've actually done it and received the benefits, you may not realize what you're missing out on. And I think you mentioned something just now that was really important too. You, you tried a few, right? Because sometimes people have said, you know, I've tried something in the past and I didn't really gain much from it. So therefore, I'm going to block that opportunity and that potential therefore on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they've tried, you know, some sort of legal program or something in the past. And they're like, I, I really didn't benefit from it. So I'm not going to do that. But when we block future possibilities based on our past, we're really limiting ourselves. And we could, we definitely want to keep that you know, our perspective and, and learn things along the way, but you've got to know that you're comparing apples to apples and far too often people jump to conclusions really fast and they miss out on seeing that. Um, so now, now what, what do you find is, is your sweet spot, your passion? What do you really enjoy doing that's um, maybe share some of the things that you've helped people out with that would maybe helpful to, to learn about? Yes. So my passion is working with online entrepreneurs that are speakers, trainers, coaches. And Mm. so, you know, one one, person that I've been able to help a lot is uh, Tom Ziegler with the Ziegler Corporation. He's doing, uh, he has a new coaching program called Choose to Win uh, for the book he launched uh, in 2020. And we were, I was able to coach him through uh, putting together a, a program that's more of a leverage program instead of just a typical certification 
this created recurring revenue now for him for, I guess they're going into their 13th month with that program. And we also did the legal work to support that. Um, but I just really enjoy working with them, uh, creative people who are trying to help other people. That's what I want to do, right? Because then my effect is exponential. I so if I help you, awesome. Kenny, <laughs> if I can help you, and then you help all these other people with your amplification, then my, my effect becomes exponential. And so that's, that's why I feel like I was put here. I like to say I want to help business owners build profits. I always add that will last because I can add that protection end on and show them how to build their business um, on a solid foundation and then keep it, you know, keep it between the lines and maintained in a way that they're not going to have big legal problems. Hey, you're going to have some, there's some, some things are going to come up, but we want to design it in a way that it can handle that when it comes. You know, that's really important too, because you, you probably have purchased things if you're tuned in now where you purchase something and then you get this page of legalese and there's a lot of stuff there and you may yeah. be thinking, uh, what, why is this here? Well, <laughs> it's not because people just like writing it for the sake of writing it. Um, it's really I to make sure there's it is. clarity. Well, <laughs> maybe sometimes, <laughs> maybe sometimes um, there could be some things that are, are being done for the sake of being done. But a lot of times it's, yeah. it's making sure that there's clarity on expectations and that's the key. You know, people, if they don't have clarity on expectations, obviously, as you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, but you can get in a lot of trouble where someone has a misunderstanding and you didn't make it clear. And I'm sure you've probably even watched like a court show on TV where someone sued somebody, they didn't make it clear in the contract. And then it, it can be a big, big issue. It could even take your business down. Some businesses have completely bellied up because they didn't have the right contracts or terms or things specified in a way that really protected them. Yeah. They say that the average lawsuit costs about $85,000 in a civil, <laughs> civil suit. Most of us don't have $85,000 sitting around to spend on that. That's just the cost of paying the lawyers and, you know, and, and the legal costs. That well, doesn't count if you, law, if you lose. If you lose, then you're going to have damages tacked yeah. onto that. Um, and even if you win, it doesn't count the drag uh, on your business, on you emotionally, on your energy levels. And so it's a, it's a real, you really want to try to avoid litigation if you possibly can. It's only good for lawyers. You want to try to work things out. You want to make things clear in your agreements. Like you, you know, clarification is key. And I find a lot of people, especially in, in our niche, are doing business with people that they know. Mm -hmm. Right. It's uh, there's a lot of affiliate agreements. Uh, we're doing um, like you're doing co webinars. You're doing things like that, and you and you'll have these handshake deals. And I've and I've seen them go bad, where one person says, "Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this big event. We'll invite everyone in. Uh, I've got the credit card swipe. I've got the stripe set up already. I'll run it through there, and then I'll just write you a check at the end. And guess what? There was no check at the end, and there's nothing in writing. There were just phone calls and every, and excitement and delivery and then no money. And if you have a clear written agreement, even if it's short, if it's clear, if it has the key dates, the key dollars uh, in it, then you can go back and remind your friend of what the agreement was. And it makes it much easier to correct those situations. Um, but if you don't have it, it's very difficult to correct it. You're, you end up having to call someone a liar, not a misrememberer. 
and that never goes well. And mm-hmm. then you then you have an oral contractor trying to prove up in court. That's crazy. Yes, you can do it, but that's crazy. You want to have a clear written agreement. Um, the in my litigation career, many of the many of the breach of contract cases that we would would have to fight over were ambiguous language in the contracts where it could be read one or two ways or three ways. And a court at some point and a jury had to decide after hundreds of thousands of dollars were spent on what that meant. And by the end of it, everyone lost. It just was a bad deal. So you got to spend some money up front. There's no free lunch. Um, if you're using free contracts, um, you're probably making, uh, making mistakes. They need to fit your business and you, you need to use a lawyer. And it's all about, I call myself a legal coach. And so we want to, you know, we want to explain what we're doing. We want them to understand why they have these things in their contracts. So they're not just blind trust. It's all based on relationship. Find a lawyer, you know, like, and trust that you can work with and run everything through them. And you got it. You have to get it set up in a way that you can afford to pay for it. So that means you have to set it up in advance. You Mm -hmm. can't wait till you're in the middle of the storm or it's going to be expensive. I promise you. It's like buying plywood in a hurricane. So you've got to get it all set up in advance. But if you do that, um, you can have a positive relationship with the lawyer, be proactive about protecting your business. I mean, it's your dream. You know, we all, we all started these things because it was our dream. Now our, our family depends on it. Your legacy depends on it. So um, I like to, you know, say, play it, you know, you're playing for keeps. You know, this is not, uh, this isn't a practice or uh, game. Uh, this is it's not an exhibition. It's playing for keeps. This is for real. So build it like it means something and use legal professionals, use certified public accountants for your taxes. Um, use, use professionals to do the things that is not your lane. And then um, get in your lane and go fast and grow a big business and know that you have people that are looking out for you. It's a really good point there. You know, we all have our expertise and if sometimes you can look at someone else who's not in your field, trying to do something that you really know, and you can see all the things that they're doing incorrectly. And you're like, what, that is not what you want to be doing. Oh, you're missing so much opportunity there. Now you can see that because you're in your industry, right? But then Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're on the other side, um, you can't see that. <laughs> you can't see that. Um, and so as you're listening in, imagine that there, you think you may know a lot of different things. Maybe it's with finances, right? Or maybe it's with the law, but there's things you probably don't know. And so as Scott just pointed out, like building a team of advisors that can really help you construct what it is that you're trying to build for your legacy is really powerful and sometimes taking the the shortcut or the you know the cheapest road possible turns out to be the most costly thing that you could possibly do um it's a great point for example i had an email this this morning from an access client Mm -hmm. that's looking at a new business venture and they have this name that they wanted to know if they could use it and so they're like, what's this, what do we do to make sure we can use this name? And I'm like, well, you need to do a comprehensive trademark search. That's $500. And they're like, well, and there's something we can do faster. So I jumped on, did a, did a search on the trademark office and instantly found a direct, uh, a, a mark that was in direct conflict with theirs. So, so I messaged them back, hey, find another name. 
if I can find something, one thing in five minutes that conflicts, you've got a problem, find another name. You know, that could have saved them tens of thousands of dollars because they had moved forward, had they, you know, filed their uh, documentation for an LLC, started using the branding, built up some loyalty, and then all of a sudden someone sues them uh, for breach, uh, for uh, infringement, they're, they're dead. They're dead. Yeah. Most people, unlike WWF, um, back in the day with, you know, the World Wildlife Federation and the World right. Wrestling Federation, well, WWF redid their branding, but it cost them probably way more than we'd ever know. I don't know the numbers on that, but <laughs> I'm sure it was really, really expensive. But it, it goes back to that down the line, even some of the biggest companies can end up having to eat a, probably millions of dollars, mm -hmm. millions of dollars there. So um, I think that's a great example. Now, Scott, why, one of the things we do share are some of the successes and victories and um, some of the other things we also share, some of the you know vulnerable things, some of the lessons that we learned, whether that's from a challenge that we had, we've overcome. What's, what's a challenge that you've kind of experienced along your journey that maybe give you the good old one too? That, that might be helpful for others to kind of avoid. Yeah. Um, in 2014, I had a bad, a bad business experience. Um, I had grown the law firm. Uh, we had six full-time people working for us, several lawyers um, was having a lot of fun doing, cause I was doing the things I really liked doing, but I, instead of delegating, I was, I just completely abrogated. I wasn't doing, I, I wasn't, uh, being a leader and I wasn't managing. And uh, while I was on vacation, everyone left. It, it, I, I don't, it wasn't really, I mean, I, I do, really don't know why, but they left and they took a bunch of business. And I came back from a family vacation to a 2,500 square foot office building, just me. And I didn't even know how to run. I didn't know how to run a credit card. I didn't have any systems in place for doing any of that stuff. And I, I knew better but I didn't do it because I got excited about doing what I was about. This was kind of the early stages of the access plan about being out, talking to people about my passion and forgot to be a good uh, chief executive. And so I didn't have the systems in place and I learned very quickly not to ever let that happen again. And so now I don't do everything. Um, I do delegate a lot of things, but I have access to all that information. I generally try to get an idea of how to do things before I delegate it. Mm -hmm. um, but that was a pretty big lesson for me. And, be and another lesson from that was I was about a year, yeah, a little over a year into access. And so I had established recurring revenue. So one of the great things about recurring revenue is that it's coming in no matter what. Well, my payroll went to zero, but my recurring revenue kept coming in. Um, so all I had to do is figure out how to do the work. And so my financial life really did not change much. Um, I was able to continue build, uh, build the firm back in a different way and was fine. But if I hadn't had that recurring revenue program in place, I would have been in trouble. I would have been looking for how do I pay my bills? That's an important part, kind of like that diversification so much. A lot of people are kind of experiencing that now in the this whole pandemic issue that has made some businesses run into a brick wall. Others have found a way to pivot. Some are actually launching off due yeah. to some of the changes that they've been able to implement. 
and proactively take advantage of the situation versus, um, you know, letting it stop them. So I, I appreciate you sharing that because the thing that I've learned along my journey is it is a journey <laughs> and you will have highs and lows. And unfortunately we've all seen how people can kind of like get in that sort of coast zone. I don't know what, what it is, but it seems like we've all got to experience it at some point in time before we realize, Oh, it's real. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and, and we've got to continue to sharpen the saw, continue to amplify and continue to take actions to grow, be inspired. And it's, it is a never ending effort. Um, it's always about continuing to find a way to improve. Yeah. And then if, if you're a business owner and have team members, whether they're real virtual, whether employees or they're contractors, um, you have to remember that everything rises and falls on leadership. And so if you're, if you're not focusing on that part of your business and you're not getting better as the leader and you're not, paying attention to your team and doing those things, you can get surprised like I did. And so you've got to remember that number one, you're the leader. You have to set the vision and then you have to take care of your team. And if you're not doing that, it'll bite you. Oof. Um, so Scott, you've mentioned some really cool things in regards to your program. If people were tuning in, wanted to learn a little bit more about it, maybe they wanted to dip their toe in the water What's some actions that they could take to connect with you and learn more about your program? Yeah, the best way to connect to me is to go to our website, reeblaw, R-E-I-B-L-A-W.com forward slash growth. Amplifiers. Amplifiers. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, just, I'm reading it right. I'm making sure I got the URL right. Um, and there's a landing page there just for this show. And I've got two special things just for the listeners. One is a 20 minute legal coaching session with me. I call it a laser legal coaching session Ooh. and we can cut through and see how, uh, how we can help you. Um, I'll give you some value in that call. And if you're a good fit for the program, great. If not, then you'll leave with some value and that'll be okay. And then you can also download the ebook version of my five proven strategies to shatterproof your business. Everyone should download it and read it. It's simple, five simple strategies that anyone can follow, and it will really help you keep your business out of trouble um, for 2021. I love it. You, you definitely want to make sure that you're, you're doing the right things to stay out of trouble. If you spend a lot of time just working, working, and then you get in trouble, and then you have to pause everything, and then you got to pay for it. Uh, too costly, where we could just take the right precautions, avoid the conflict, and make sure that you can just coast moving forward. Yeah, a good example is I just bought a new, I just built a new house last summer. I was living in a house that was 40 plus years old. I, I just decided I did not want to try to fix the foundation anymore. I built a new house that was right from the beginning. And I'm not having to deal with those problems. And so, you know, if you're in the early stages of your business, great, let's get that thing right. If you're in the old stages, it's going to cost you to get it right. But once it's right, then you can grow and know that you have something you can depend on. I love it get it right, set the foundation correct, and then continue to amplify. So go ahead, take advantage of that offer. Scott's been very generous. He has some great things to offer as, as value. And as we're kind of concluding our thoughts here, Scott, you've given us some great wisdom and thoughts to consider. But as we're kind of wrapping up here, what's maybe a, a lesson that you've learned on your journey that might be kind of like a, a nice closing thought for others to consider on theirs? 
You know, it's a. Uh, I'm going to go, let's go back to the the branding and, and intellectual property. I think most business owners, including me, underestimate the value of their intellectual property to their business. I think that the one thing I've learned in this pandemic, the pandemic year, was that that may be your most important asset. And so make sure that you know what intellectual property you have in your business and that you know how to protect it and are protecting it because everything else may shut down, right? You may lose access to your hard assets, but the soft assets, your intellectual property, your ideas, that's where the real value should be in your business. And you've got to make sure you're protecting it. Excellent. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate you. Appreciate what you're doing to keep us all in line. And I look forward to having a prosperous year. I hope you have a prosperous year and everyone you serve as well. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kenny. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.